All right, welcome to our podcast on mindset and success, the ultimate men's playbook. We're talking about raising your standards, and we've got a very special guest today. It's 20-year-old Matt, who's got a huge following on Instagram. He's a super high-level athlete, and our audience base is actually, there's a big, big segment that's age 20 to 28, and they had asked for some feedback on getting some younger guests on the show to chat it up and get their feedback as well on some of these topics. So welcome, Matt, to the podcast. Great to have you here, man. I'm excited to be a part of it. Um, let's get to it. Right on. Now, you take a look at the uh, the world of sports and uh, look at guys like Conor McGregor, Mike Tyson. Even in the business world, you've got Grant Cardone. You've got Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. And uh, these guys believe that there is somebody... They believe that uh, they're destined for greatness, and we look up to guys like that. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I mean, in some cases, a lot of people idolize them. Uh, I know you and I are not not people who who idolize uh, people like that, but you know, these type of guys, they believe they're someone, um, and when you believe you're an alpha, you can very well be an alpha, and that's in my opinion. Yeah, very much so. Now, we've got a rule, and the rule is basically we never wear the shirt of another man, like a jersey. We never wear a person's uh, uh, name on the back of our shirts. Unless that guy is my kid, I'm not wearing somebody else's jersey. Because we, we don't live through other people. But so many people do in this society, don't they? You can't. You can't live through someone else. You can't live through the other person's accomplishments. Uh, I feel like a big part of it is you can, you can respect someone. You can give them props. You can learn something from these people. Like, as you said, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. Um, and I'm going to wear a jersey that's my son's. I'm going to wear a jersey that's my dad's. I'm going to wear a jersey that's my very good friend's that, that uh, was a part of the journey with me. But, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to idolize someone that I've never met, that I, uh, that I idolize. You know, I'm going to respect someone, but I'm not going to idolize someone. There's two different words for you. Yeah, I hear you. So how do you get the same mindset as a guy like Conor McGregor, who at one point was a plumber, or a guy like Mike Tyson, who really didn't have much of an education? And... Um, you know, it's talking about raising our standards. And we took a person in mind. We're going to call him Justin. And uh, Justin kind of grew up along you. And he's a person who's maybe a little bit overweight, a uh, bit of a dead-end job, probably looks himself in the mirror and says, um, I don't think much about myself. Do you think a guy like that can make it? I do. Um, but I also think it's very hard for someone like that to gain confidence. You know, you always got to look, uh, you got to look at people in another way. You know, I look at myself in a way, I look at you in a way and I respect that, but it's tough to look at someone else in their eyes. You know what I mean? So when you're looking at that type of guy, I do think he can make it in this world. And I think he could make it big. I think anyone like Conor McGregor, a plumber can make it big. It's just, you got to have some kind of ultimate belief in yourself but it doesn't just happen one day. You don't just wake up like that. You really gotta, you really gotta have a plan in place. And we're gonna talk about how you can do this. But you have to have a plan in place, and there's a there's an actual formula to get in there. Yeah, big time. I've always said this: you will always rise to the level of your own self-esteem. Okay. You know, there's certain guys. I'm gonna give uh, an example of a guy like Enzo, and you know who I'm talking about. This guy walks around like he is Mr. Everything. Okay, the guy believes uh, so much in himself that that goes a long way. Whereas you have Definitely. a person full of potential who um, might see himself as a six, and he's only going to rise to the level of a six out of ten because he's limited by his beliefs. He's created a ceiling for himself. Talk about Enzo. Yeah, I mean, I mean, before I get to Enzo, I mean, that's that's the perfect example you just said. Like someone could be totally there, everything, have it all, 
And you see that a lot in, in sports like UFC, basketball, hockey, all that stuff. UFC, for example, Conor McGregor, he is not the best fighter. He is not the best athlete, but he is the champion. And why? Because he believes in himself. Someone could be a better fighter than him, but since he has that belief in himself, he's going to make it happen. So now let's look at a guy like Enzo. Like you said, what makes him special? You know, he may not be the best. He may not have the best body. He may not be uh, the best athlete, the coolest, the best looking, but he believes he is, right? Yeah, I remember seeing him on the basketball court one time and the way he walked around, like this guy th thought he was <laughs> God's gift to everything. And I said, this guy's dangerous. This guy believes so much in himself. He's going to take the last shot. He's going to take control of the ball because of that belief. Whether he was good or not, and he was a decent player. He was good, he was, man. And he, was, he, was, he was dangerous. He was dangerous. And, and the stats show, I mean, like he wasn't the best player, but guess what? He had the, the highest amount of points in the league. He was a constant uh, high scorer with like 40 points a game. Why? He wasn't the most skilled, but that boy believed in himself. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, big time. I'll tell you what I used to do in high school. Um, I'd look around and, I mean, I believed in myself to some degree, but I looked around at a guy named Brian Watata and I showed you these pictures. I looked at Brian Watata and Brian Watata was unbelievably smart. He's a doctor now. And I looked at him and I said, well, compared to Brian, I'm a dummy. And then I look at a guy like David Struthers. I showed you a picture of David. He's a marketing director for Kellogg's, I believe. And uh, I remember um, before I started lifting weights, I looked at his girlfriend and he looked at me and he said, what are you looking at, little man? And I remember the next day I said, screw this, man. This guy's going to pay a price. I'm going to gain 20, 30 pounds and beat the shit out of this guy. I was so pissed off that day. And I look at him now. Obviously, he's like a middle-aged fat guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Most, so <laughs> so let me ask you. Well, hold on a second. Hold on. I'm okay, go okay. back to David. Right. But David had the girls. I did. I think David was better looking. No, but he had the girls. And you look at um, uh, somebody else who might have a really good build. Right. Have a really good build. Well, I'm not quite as big as him. And I was not the best in any category. So did that make me a loser? And it took watching pro wrestler, there's, uh, pro wrestling, there's a guy named Lex Luger. And Lex Luger called himself the total package of brains, brawn, and looks. And I always said this, I might not be the smartest guy, but I'll tell you what, Brian Watata was not going to get the girls. Mm -hmm. I wasn't always the best looking guy, but I'll tell you what, that best looking guy was dumb as a doorknob. Yep. And then you have the other guy who had the amazing physique, and I wasn't the biggest guy. But again, I mean, that guy wasn't going to make anything out of himself either. And when you take a look at yourself as a well-rounded person, I was like, you know what? I actually have something going for me. So it, it's a, the comparison game. You can't play that comparison game. Yeah, no, I agree. So uh, going on about what you said, I mean, like, what was it? Uh, that took you to the point to get like guys like Enzo was it was you woke up one day and you're like oh my gosh I'm gonna change or was it like oh this guy this guy called me out about looking at his girlfriend and said I'm gonna make something happen or was it a little bit more of a day-by-day -day journey small wins daily like you say in your book I mean what was it like a lot of people want to know how can I become better we look at a guy like Justin how do I make it what do I do yeah believe it or not it was a decision I made a decision one time. It was my second year of university, and I had almost flunked out. Uh, I had come back the next year, and I said, you know what? That's it. I'm going to be at the top of my class. I am that so-called total package. I'm going to make things happen. And it was that just belief, that moment of belief that said, 
why can't I be that guy? I am that guy. And I started walking around like that. I started talking to talk, just like a guy like Conor McGregor. And I remember one guy said to me, he says, what happened to you, man? You changed. You're, you're, you're different now. And it was that split moment decision. But there were some other things that I did. And it's three things that I want to talk about to raise your standards to get to that point that, you know what? I am a somebody. I am a player. And I am in the game. I got you. No, I agree. And I feel like uh, I want to I actually talk to these people about what those things are. Because a lot of people, um, they spend their lives trying to find that thing. And, you know, I, as a basketball player, as an athlete in general, as a as a potential businessman one day um as a potential father i'm gonna have those struggles and i already do sometimes but i've kind of taken your advice and try to find find myself and i feel like i've done a great job at it and i want to share with the people what those things are uh, and let's go into depth on those three things you just said so you got it but as a as a pre-note to these three things you can't give a fuck about what other people think I think that's that's probably the biggest thing um, that that you said right there. When you when you think about what other people think, automatically you're done. You're you're done. I mean, your journey is done. Yeah, big time. So let's go back to this guy Justin. Justin looks himself in the mirror and he goes, "I'm a loser. I have a dead end job. I look like shit. Uh, what can I do to to get out of the gutter here?" Okay. So number one is keep the promises you make to yourself. It's that simple. It's the daily wins. So if you say you're going to train that day, you got to fucking train. No yeah. questions asked. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you say you're going to stay tight with food and then somebody offers you a donut, you got to keep that promise that you made to yourself that you're not going to eat the freaking donut. It's easier said done. than That's done it. though. It's easier yeah, said than done. Time. Big time. Okay. So you either do it and you keep that promise to yourself and you keep keeping those promises or you just fail. Exactly. Go back to your and go back to your hole. So that's how you start. That's how you build self-esteem. You keep your promises to yourself. Have you ever seen those times where somebody goes, "Oh man, Matt, I worked out today," and they feel so good? It's no big deal. It's a workout. Like how many workouts have we done? Like ten thousand workouts. But yeah, it was no, big exactly. to that person because they promised themselves they would do it and they followed through. And now that's why they're bragging about it. And you know okay? the thing. So, the thing that I notice is that a lot of guys will will work out for a week a month, two months, and they're going to start seeing results because they're making that promise to themselves because they're getting those small wins. Those small wins are adding up, but guess what? They can't keep winning. They, they stop, they start failing. Right. And then, and then that's where, that's where you go into a downward spiral. You got to continue having these small wins all throughout your life. Right. That's where the you confidence develops. You got it. So, you know, the key word being keep, keep the promises you make to yourself. Exactly. Always, you know, people say, do you budge on your food? Uh, throughout the week never ever the moment I slip just a little bit that one time I broke my promise uh-huh. guess what happens the next time you'll do it again and again and again I'm, I'm scared shitless of going backwards so I just keep the promises I make to myself what happens if you what happens if you have a small a small mess up or a small fuck up that day okay so I don't but <laughs> if you were to but if you were to, I would say you take massive action to fix it. Okay. So, for example, something like, you know, you eat a donut. You said you weren't going to eat a donut. You eat a donut and then a donut becomes three and a three becomes a uh, half a uh, dozen donuts. Right. I would probably after that go for a two hour run. 
Yeah, I agree, man. I, need, I agree. I need to do something. You know, you've taken a huge withdrawal out of your bank emotional bank account. Mm-hmm. So you got to put something in. And it's got to be more than just even. Like, you got to go above and beyond. It's not punishment. You got to put a huge, huge emotional deposit back in to recoup what you lost. So that's how you repair something like that. You have to, and you have to do it immediately. Yeah. Okay, let's go on to number two, okay? So number two, second way way to raise your uh, standard is do something spectacular. So if you're in sales, you know, you can talk the talk, talk the talk, talk the talk. But the moment you call your contacting list of, let's say, 300 people and you make 20 sales and you've had a breakthrough, guess what? You've just raised your standards so much that you'll never go back to your old ways. Definitely, I agree. And uh, like you said, it could be it could be something as simple as a sale. That's that's something spectacular. Yep, big time. Now, for me, doing something spectacular would be uh, I remember back in um, 2007, I entered my first bodybuilding contest. I was supposed to enter in 2000, and um, I saw a poster of this guy uh, back in 2000. He looked good, and that was him at his best. I was so fearful of competing against this guy that I put off competing for seven years and it was 2007 that I looked at the computer and the entry button to enter into the contest I looked at that button for an hour until I said screw it I'm going to press this button I'm going to enter this contest and I actually did Uh, you know what happened I won everything I came home with more than a handful of trophies Um, I became the southwestern natural champion I went on to winning the Canadian nationals and I remember that same guy seeing me at the Canadian Nationals, and he said to me, I would never want to go against you. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, it was seven years of bailing at a contest and then finally pressing that button, training for six months like a monster, and doing something spectacular. That, believe it or not, it was, it was the bodybuilding contest that turned things around. Yeah, and, and how do you think you, you stretched your belief in yourself to, to actually go ahead and do that? Yeah, believe it or not, what I did was I just kept the promises that I made. Is like, okay, I'm gonna number one, I have to follow through with this contest. I paid for it. <laughs> number two, yeah. I'm gonna buy my posing trunks. I'm gonna hit the gym every day. I'm not gonna miss a beat. I'm gonna be super tight with my food. It, it comes back to keeping those promises day in, day out, day in, day out and doing something spectacular like winning this contest and my life had changed ever since yeah and i don't right? like doing I don't... an ironman Go doing ahead. an ironman would doing an ironman would be something huge i know uh, my wife uh, became a firefighter she uh, she went to firefighting school and uh, for a woman who's you know 44 years old women who are 44 just don't do that and she graduated near the top of her class and that milestone of getting her diploma changed her life to some degree because in a profession where it's dominated by men she did something spectacular and it gave her a new set of confidence so that she could believe that she could do anything i agree i agree and and i think that the big thing that a lot of people want to know because um you know it doesn't happen just like that you know you're you worked really hard at something i know i work really hard at some things i know that i've i've achieved a lot of things i've accomplished a lot of things that are pretty spectacular but I've also been somewhat kind of rejected is not the right word, but um, sometimes I've failed in some ways, you know, because because I push myself to the absolute limit. So what happens when you feel like somewhat rejected? Like, what if you did not win those 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 contests? How would you feel? 
I, then I've got to ask myself the question then I've got to ask myself the question it's uh you know number one did I learn something from this and number two uh do I have the guts to to say you know I can do better and uh and hit it harder next time or do I just quit yeah, I don't like I don't like by the wayside like everybody else I don't like living through through what ifs you know I don't like saying oh what if you didn't win this what if you didn't win that but I know myself and I know that I like like you said I you, you did achieve something spectacular but what happens if you don't how do you get back into that how do you how do you continue to push forward you know and i, I think you answered that just now you got to stay persistent ultimately you have a goal for ultimately you have a goal for your life okay so you have a life of actually trying to seek um those successes and maybe fail trying but being so far so much further ahead by trying or living a life of regret where you could have you should have but you didn't and that rots away in your mind it's the worst place to be see you're still young you haven't experienced that the the bumps and the failures to the extent that some other people have oh i know but a lot of people have the shit kicked out of them in life emotionally and they just give up and those are the guys who eat the nachos and the chili in front of the football game wearing somebody else's jersey cheering on a top level athlete or or acting like a coach them. i mean what a you know and i hate to say or acting like a coach even worse right you should have seen me back in high school and it's it's uh, you're, you're such a bitch when you're like that nothing cool about that okay now now real quick something you mentioned in your book um about about you know achieving something spectacular what happens if someone goes and says you know i'm going to achieve something spectacular i'm going to i'm going to parachute out of a plane or i'm going to do the spartan race uh what are they is is that an accomplishment to you uh jumping out of a plane yeah. anyone can do it anybody can do it they jump out of the plane they go woohoo i jumped out of a plane and then you land and you're like now what the fuck do exactly, i do exactly right and i think i think right? that's right and that's actually a downer that's actually a downer because you have nothing to strive towards it it was meaningless mm-hmm. it was bullshit it's it's kind of like doing a spartan race anyone can enter a spartan race now you go to a spartan race contest and you actually place in the top 10 out of you know 800 entrant entries Uh, you accomplish something because you trained for it. That's a different story. But anybody can do a Spartan race. Anyone can hop out of a plane. No big deal. I agree. You catch what I'm no, saying? I agree. I feel like if you're going through, uh, you got to go through some shit to <laughs> to say you've achieved something spectacular. You got to take that leap. You got to take that. Uh, you got to go through some shit. Like I said, I mean, parachuting out of a plane, you're scared for a bit, then you do it, and you're like, oh yeah, awesome, you know. But you didn't really. There was no journey to it. There was no. Uh, no you know what I mean, no, no. But now, having said that, you talked about the journey. That's key because the journey involves creating routine. It involves a game plan, which is something I talked about in the book, and that's the blood, sweat, and tears when no one's looking. It's the workouts. It's the proper nutrition. It's not eating when you're hungry. It's waking up in the morning when you don't feel like doing it. You're a little bit sore. You don't feel like training. It's something as small as getting your water in when you haven't gotten your water in. It's little things like listening to the right people and the right motivational stuff versus listening to the news or listening to your buddies who say you can't do it. Right. So that's part of the it's, game plan. That's part of the it's process. The process. Just yeah, I was going to say that. It's the process. That's what it is. All of that stuff you just said is a process. So the question is can a guy like Justin turn his life around a person who looks at himself in the mirror and has had let's say I don't know 5 10 years of saying I hate myself I don't think I can ever amount to much his kids don't respect him can a guy make it yes he can 
Start by keeping promises to yourself. Number two, do something spectacular. Number three, create a routine or get a coach, get a mentor and say, you've got a proven game plan. Tell me what I need to do and I'll just stick with it and I'll be accountable. And you check in because I'll tell you what happens. When people go ghost mode and they no longer tell you what they're doing, you know they're fucking up. 100%. I agree. I mean, it's all about a daily game plan, right? I, that's that's what I that's what I say, and I think that's that's what you live by. I know that's what you live by. Like you said, you keeping your nutrition to to the T. Um, you know, I'm working on writing a, a program right now, an actual workout program, and one of the biggest things I stress is you could do this on your own as long as you stay disciplined. And most people can't stay disciplined. There's a there's a small percentage of people in the world that can stay disciplined completely on their own. Right. So that's why. You, okay. We're talking about one in a thousand. Like, we're talking about one I'm in serious. A thousand, I'm serious. I mean, maybe, maybe like I know you, I can't really name even guys like, like McGregor and, and uh, all these athletes, they have coaches, they have guidance. You need that guidance sometimes, a lot of the times. And you have to be able to say, I need that guidance. That's a big step. Um, so that daily game plan, you can do it on your own, but it helps when you have some sort of guidance and there's no shame in looking up for that guidance. That's part of the process. Yeah, big time. Let me ask you something. Um, out of everyone you know, okay, uh, let's talk about people with like mega celebrity status. Give me two people who epitomize the mindset of success that have super high standards, who don't just want to succeed, they must succeed, and they do time and time again. Two people who you respect who would fit in that category. I'll name my two, you name your two, and then we'll leave it at that with the podcast. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to give you two guys kind of just on the opposite spectrums. I'm going to give you one of them who's almost scary in the way he, he um, strives for success, and that was Kobe Bryant, right? Um, that guy, like, I mean, it was almost scary how disciplined he was, whether it was learning a language. That guy knows like five languages whether it was getting in the gym at 3 a.m. to perfect his craft, um, whether it was opening a business after all those championships he won and, and, and tried to try to expand, you know? And the other guy I'm going to give you as an example is who doesn't fail and in many ways is Drake. Um, that's one guy that is, he's, I'm, he's not an athlete, so it's kind of hard for me to relate to him, but he does not fail in, in anything he does. I mean, whether it's music, whether it's movie production, whether it's uh, video production, he's he's made a few movies. That guy is is always trying to find ways to succeed, right? So I think those two guys mm. are the people that emulate that success idea and uh, that that discipline. Yeah, I love it. I actually like the uh, the commentary behind those choices. I actually had Kobe Bryant as well. Part of his hunger to always get better. Day in, day out. How could I be a better dad? How could, how could I be a better shooter? How could I be a better teammate? How could I be a better athlete? It was always the question, how could I be better? Versus, I wonder what this person's thinking about me. Who cares what people think about you? That was the mindset that he had. And uh, I think the second person that I admire a lot, just off the top of my head, is Muhammad Ali. Okay, okay I'll tell you about Muhammad Ali. The neat thing about him was... Um, he believed that he was the greatest. He was one of those guys who put it into his own mind that he was the greatest and that he could not fail. 
And it was that mindset, even though, I mean, he wasn't the most physically imposing guy in the, in the world, in the boxing world, but he believed in himself so much. It was crazy. And the second thing was he did have a mission in his life to better humanity. And sometimes you need something more than just yourself. There's got to be a calling. I mean, I try to be a, a, the best example I can be for my kids because there's nothing worse than um, not walking the walk. Yeah. I've, no one loves somebody who talks and doesn't follow through. Oh, They're turned off There's so a lot of quickly. people like that in this world that, that the talk is what is what makes them believe something, but they don't, they don't back it up. You know, you got to be able to back no, it up. And yeah. some guys don't talk at all and they back it up, but are they really helping out, you know? So a guy like Muhammad Ali is yeah, a perfect exactly. example about um, about covering those areas. Yeah, you got it. Listen, it was really good having you on this podcast. And uh, I got to tell you, for a 20-year-old, your insight is unbelievable. I'd like to have you back as a guest. You good with yeah, that? Yeah, I'd love to discuss another topic. Uh, I really like this topic, though. I feel like it was pretty applicable uh, to my life. I learned a lot from you. Um, and I, a lot of people can take, this, take notes on this podcast and kind of find that way those three ways to get better and actually do something you know make something happen you got it i totally agree totally I really agree. appreciate you having me all, all right. right with them at awesome all right, have thanks. a good one